0: This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. Messi
1: takes everybody up. Messi has got it.
0: From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. What a World Cup for Megan Rapino. From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapino's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair.
1: Blue Wire. Three on the way. Yes. Paul George nails it. For the win. You got it. To the line. Leonard. Curry. Way down to. Bang. Bang. Oh. Fires away. Bang. It's over. All oh,
0: Blocked by James. Dunks and Discourse 28. The Miami Heat. Andre Iguodala edition. Here we go. Jabari. How you doing, man? Not bad. Now, I was wondering which way you were going to go with that one. There were so many that you could have chosen. You're doing I can, well on yourself. I mean, I only, I only thought about it a minute before, and the only other guy I could think of was Quinn Cook. So, I, <laughs> I, I didn't have a lot bouncing around in my head immediately. That's for sure. You know what? Shout out to Tarek Black. That, that's yeah. the only that's the only other guy yeah. that matters. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm doing better than our good friend Woj, who is suspended, Ooh. uh, following an altercation with Senator Josh Hawley, um... Josh Hawley sent out a letter in bad faith grandstanding on how the NBA had negotiated and done business with China. Woj was having none of it and told him to fuck himself. Um, <laughs> all of this is gross. And I love it that NBA Twitter rode for Woj. I love that they were sticking it to this sender who was obviously full of shit. Um, However, the NBA has handled the China situation rather terribly. And without us making this the whole episode, uh, what were your thoughts on this breakdown?
1: I mean and, and, and I appreciate you we won't make this whole episode, but the reality is this the NBA we recognize and I'm saying when I say we I say all of us that are associated with the NBA in any way, whether we're fans working for or, or being a part of, we recognize what they you know what they are doing in terms of their you know their connections with China and what you know and to be honest with you, what they are placing over whatever real right from wrong would be it, it's the bottom line. I, I, I you know completely recognize and acknowledge that. But ultimately, and I'm also glad that you you, know, you acknowledge the senator and folks like that, that are bringing that argument up, they're, they're not doing it in good faith. They're not doing it because they actually care about those <laughs> about about those issues. It's just a matter of it's just an opportunity to kind of, uh, you know, like you like you said, grandstand. So I, I I will I'll be honest with you. I was shocked when I got when I saw that. I was I was kind of shocked that Woz did it. But truth be told, I thought it was hilarious. And even though yes, I ultimately understand you know, him being suspended because you can't do that from your know, from your employee from your job you know, from your work email. Uh, you know I can appreciate that he at least uh, you know, he at least let him hang for a second.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have many, 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 many thoughts, um, of which most people listening to this podcast don't want to hear us ramble on for an hour on, on this, but I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to quote, uh, the letter that Holly sent out. Um, he says, what offensive nonsense, no amount of profit can justify collaborating with a regime for which violent suppression and enslavement are routine tools of governance. Um, the irony, the the not even fun, the disgusting irony of a man who says that working mm-hmm. for the United States government, and then later asks if a support the troops, um, act like name will be put on a jersey, like it's disgusting. I mean, do we want do we want to talk about Iraq? Do we want to talk about uh, the United States military and, and what they've done overseas and uh, <laughs> and what yeah. kind of re- what kind of regime we're talking about with the United States of America? I, I just. The, the lack of awareness, or maybe that's not what he, maybe it is, maybe that he's totally aware. All, this this entire letter was, was a bag of shit. Um, on, on the other hand, though, I, I think LeBron James, who, who, I, who I love, I think the NBA, which I obviously love, really fumbled the bag with the China dealings, and they did that for dollars because they're a corporation, and that's not something I feel good about, but ESPN. Had a chance here to to make a statement and chose not to, and I I did tweet out rather early, like, what if this was Jamel Hill, who said mm-hmm. that she would have been gone, and I and I thought, is the NBA turning a corner? Are they making an exception because it's Woj? Turns out neither.
1: Yeah, and and I was actually glad that you made that point because let's be real, if it had been, you know, kind of, you know, even without all of the ups and downs, and and I'm not even saying the ups and downs were caused by her, but just into in terms of. You Know her pathway out of there, even without the ups and downs, if it had been her, yeah, you know, I, I think they would have acted just as swiftly. Look, the, with, with the LeBron thing, with the NBA thing, you know, like I said, and and I and we're in agreement, they have not handled that well. But you know, the one thing that I will say, I always think it's funny when, like, first of all, like, whether it's a, pol- a politician of any of any kind, when they're going at an athlete. Oftentimes, you know, like, you know, this time I'll I'll give him this credit. He, you know, he, he, he posed it right at ESPN and right at the league, but oftentimes the conversation is is surrounding the athlete. How come they're not doing this? How come they're not doing that? I'm just going to quickly circle back to the, you know, to, to this opinion of the deal of the way that the situation was handled with China. Was it a year ago now? (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy that that was a year ago or, or, or just around a year ago. Um, I thought it was ridiculous that there that we were expecting the athlete to be the one to to be the the spokesperson on these things as opposed to Adam Silver, a trained you know a trained you know lawyer professional or any of the any of the executives you know to be that person. So regardless of whether it's a good faith argument Yes, I do. I I do appreciate when athletes step up and, and, and speak on certain things. But I think ultimately, if we are ever going to have those conversations, we have to continue to, you know, continue to push the lever up and continue to move on, be, you know, have expectations beyond just the athlete as the person, you know, as the, as the figurehead for these conversations.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, there's there's layers to this, and, and Dunk's discourse and yeah. uh, opinions of modern economics is is probably where we've been headed the last few weeks, and and I and I do gotta say I I feel like I feel like Braun really that was Braun's real big fumble this career, and, and and I hear what you're saying, but Braun is a billionaire largely on the back of Nike, and mm-hmm. uh, I I I just think that there there was a position for him to do the unquestioned right thing and he didn't do it and, and and I I'm not condemning him for it because he went out and he made his own fortune and he he would have been attacking his own worth with a comment I I get it I just and, and no no person makes the right decision 100% of the time so again it's just I think, you know, now now we're reliving it a bit here with ESPN. You're, you're right. And the, the, the only
1: thing I'll say in, in response to that is you're 100 percent right. Yes, he went. You know, he elected to go you know, with the money, but it isn't, you know, him not stepping up and just saying like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, free Hong Kong. That's not just about him. That's him also carrying. The, that, that's him literally t- you know, the league t- going to him and saying, hey, look, LeBron, you got to make this right. And all I'm saying is, well, yes, he he has some of the you know he has some of the fault. I just think that using him as the and I'm not saying that you're doing this, but you you know how the conversation goes, using him as the person that you know that that we uh, point to and say like, oh look, this guy is is, is the problem here. I just think that, that I I just don't think that's completely fair.
0: I I don't know that it is either. I mean, LeBron his whole career has probably uh, I mean, well not probably. LeBron absolutely his whole career has got you know derailed and attacked and and made the, the martyr for things that he has really nothing to do about. This time, he does have his hand in it. And all of the things that we said about billionaires the last few weeks, I mean, LeBron James is mm-hmm. in that conversation. So, I mean, some of those things apply. But, you know, we, we can save this maybe a, a special edition where we bring on someone, you know, specifically in that realm. And we just do this for a whole podcast, but yeah. I uh, I have lots of movie trivia today, and I do <laughs> want to talk about the Bleacher Report Top 100. So all right, let's do it. Let Let's transition. Um, <laughs> it, it would appear that the players are starting to to send out some calls, invite some ladies to the bubble. Um, as we're recording today, I'm I'm seeing some things on the timeline. Possibly Donovan Mitchell, Mobamba, you know, pointing the finger. We'll uh, We'll see. We'll see. Um. But the other thing on the timeline uh, the last few days, our friends Andy Bailey and Dan Favell, Bleacher Report did the top 100 players of this season, um, released that this week. The name that seemed to garner the, the... the two names that seemed to garner the most I don't know, collective outrage, faux outrage discussion were Russell Westbrook, who they have ranked number 22, and Chris Middleton, who they have ranked number 10. Um did you see this list by chance I, I did I don't have it up in front of me now but I'll pull it up as we go I ha- I have it up in, in front of me. I, mm-hmm. I, I've talked to Dan I talked to a bunch of people I feel like they have Jimmy Butler at nine which mm-hmm. feels way too high for Jimmy Butler for me um, you know and I, and I did lay this out in the timeline a little bit but you could argue that Bam has been Miami's best player this year. Um, Jimmy made a comment this year about Bam being the team star. They're the number one three-point shooting team in the league. We both love Eric Spolstra. They're incredibly deep. Uh, Goran Dragic coming off the bench. Um, Kendrick Nunn coming out of nowhere. Uh, Duncan Robinson. I, I just think Jimmy Butler is the face everyone knows in Miami, so he's getting all the credit. Not to say that Jimmy Butler's bad. I think he's closer to that 20 range than he is the 9 range. But that was, that was what I had an issue with. Um, I want to walk you through the guys ahead of Russ, all because right. that seemed to be what people were most upset with. So I'm going to walk through the guys ahead of Russell Westbrook, Westbrook, and you tell me how many guys were better this year. Okay? Okay. So Westbrook at 22, Bradley Beal at 21. Do you want Russ or Beal? I still want Russ. Okay. Lowry at 20. Do you want Russ or Lowry? That's
1: uh, that's honestly close, and I know Russ fans are going to be mad for me saying that. I'm not saying, like, all time or any of that. I'm just saying right now. But I'll still – it's a fit situation. It's a matter of you know, which, which player would fit better for your system at
0: that, at that current time. I'll take Russ just to be a jerk, though. R- Russ does more. Yeah. I mean, R- Russ he does. does more, but Lowry knows his role better. Exactly. I, I, so um, Kyrie at 19 or Russ? I, still, I, I
1: actually want Russ. I, and I know people will say, like, oh, you're just hating on Kyrie. I've never been a hater or anything of that nature. I just kind of acknowledge the impact.
0: Yeah, I thought it was, I mean, they did go, they uh, laid out at the beginning of this list that Curry wouldn't be on it, Durant wouldn't be on it, mm-hmm. Blake Griffin wouldn't be on it, Oladipo wouldn't be on it due to injuries, but they had Kyrie who I feel like barely played this Oh, because he played a few games? Okay, yeah. I get that. And, uh, you know, just quickly, I want to acknowledge, when
1: whenever folks get all crazy on the timeline and everything, and, and I reacted to it and I joke around about lists and things of that nature, I do acknowledge, for one, how difficult they are to put together, and two, there's literally never going to be a situation where you, you can put it together and everyone says, oh, yeah, that, that's the right list. Yeah,
0: no, believe me, I've tried that for sure. Um, R- Russ or Rudy Gobert?
1: Again, dependent upon the situation, because you know Rudy can obviously be extremely impactful. If, if okay,
0: stop pussyfooting it. Let's go. Come on, pick somebody.
1: <laughs> not necessarily pussyfooting it. I'm actually that 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 was my olive branch to jazz fans, so they don't cry. Uh-huh. Ru- Russ.
0: Okay, Ru- Russ or Siakam.
1: All right, I want Siakam because yeah, yeah yeah because now I'm thinking about you know like your know, what the outcome know, is probably going to be next year and the year after that and every and the year after that and plus I think it can be just as effective uh, in different ways at this stage
0: and even with Pascal slumping on D a bit like I I've, I've with Russ you've got somebody who's going to carry a ton of offensive possessions with Pascal you've got someone who's on the fringe of doing that but can also carry a defense and yeah uh Paul George or Russ uh, I'll take Paul George Ben Simmons or Russ? I'll take Russ. Yeah, I'll go a couple more towns or Russ. Man, see, it's tough because, like,
1: we all know, and I am pussyfooting here. We all know what Towns is and what he
0: can be, but we all we also know what he's been. <sighs> and again, it's just it's it's on this last season. So you're not really even thinking about the next oh, ten years.
1: Okay, just yeah. on this last season. Let yeah. me get
0: Russ. Let me get Russ. The crazy thing is so Russ is 22. Chris Paul finished 13 on this list and I love Chris Paul and I, and I think Chris Paul was better but I, I I'm just thinking about this think about the fact that the Thunder got all those picks with Paul to give them Russ yes oh Ex- this yeah. trade this trade could be the next I mean, this not necessarily even just this trade, the Paul George trade as well, but, like, mm-hmm. this offseason for the Thunder could be one that we talk about for a very, very, very long time, mm-hmm. especially if Shea keeps getting better.
1: Yeah, if he takes the next step and, and they're able to bring somebody in, and yeah, they, they, to be honest with you, of course we're going to have to wait and see, but it looks like they're probably set up. Can, can you think of a team that's set up better you know, for the next five years? And I'm and I'm talking about without current talent, you already already
0: said already in place. Like who has a better pick? No, no. Well, nobody has more picks on the shelves. Um, you know, Boston's still got a decent setup, but and the Pel- and I mean the Pelicans are the other one. But yeah. no, I I I think like I, I guess like I'd rather have a guy that I trust is going to be a top five player. Like I'd rather have Luca than five picks, that I don't know where or when they'll be. But oh, always. I mean. The way yeah. that you, I mean, if you can start out with four picks in every draft for the next five years instead of one, that's <laughs> not bad. That's the way to do it, man. Um, okay, the yeah. other, the, so I mean, thanks to Dan and Andy for giving me something to talk about on the timeline. The other thing is a Wolves ac- uh, a Wolf's, a Wolf's account, a mm-hmm. Timberwolves account, posted that D'Angelo Russell was a top 25 player. Uh, this caught my attention for a couple of reasons um, because, like, I don't know what, you know, started that train of thought, but. I just didn't agree. I was like, I thought about that for a minute. I was like, actually, there's a lot of players that I think are over Delo. Uh, did you happen to see that tweet? I did see the tweet. I saw your
1: list. I'm trying to pull that up now as well because I agreed with just about all of them. Like, yeah, right, I don't like to- with, without even thinking about it. I was like, yep, 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 eh, yep. You know, it was it was of that nature. So, and this is and this is not like an anti Delo situation. You know that I'm actually I actually like him and want him to do well, but people seem to. You
0: overrate him a bit. Definitely want the guy to do well. But I got to say, like, and I'll just read it. I had Giannis, LeBron, Kawhi, Harden, Luka, Jokic, Towns, George, Westbrook, Paul, Butler, Middleton, Tatum, Simmons, Embiid, Booker, Beal, Mitchell, Gobert, Miller, Davis, Kemba, and Drew. Right off the top of my head. I threw Clay, Curry, KD, Kyrie, Blake, and Oladipo into that asterisk conversation. Mm -hmm. That's already 30 names. Um, Lowry, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Fox, Bam, Jamal Murray, DeAndre Ayton, Ja Morant, uh, well, Jalen Brown, um, Trey young we all guys I thought about. Like, I feel like fifty is is probably
1: where he's at. If they said honestly, if they had said even like top thirty, I could have said I could have said okay, yeah, you know, because I I do think I would take him over. You know, some of the guys you just said like Fox, I would still take him over that. I would still take him. I would still take him over over Murray. Um, and and I know that I know Murray's your guy, and I hope that he takes that step that we kind of expected or wanted to see him take this year. You know, like in, in the next year, but I wish I think I
0: think a better player than him currently. Well, I mean, like, that's the thing too. Like when I said those that second list names, I was like, there would be people who would rather have, yeah. so, and and, and that, so like again, maybe maybe on the high end forty, mm-hmm. but it is kind of sad from a Timberwolves perspective where like, I just don't know that unless they get a piece somewhere, they get like somebody steps up in an unexpected way and they find some defensive leverage in other places. Like I just don't know that D'Lo and Towns are ever going to do much and. uh... Yeah. I mean, that, the, that's the, only hope, the only hope—the only hope—is that they, you know, they—they they enjoy each other,
1: you know, they enjoy each other so much that they, you know, that they really maximize you know, you one another, and maybe you know, so, you know, somebody steps up. But let you know, let's be honest, like, uh, what, what what would the expectation be there? You know, in the West, you know, the, is it realistic to think that they're that they're going to you know leapfrog into the you know, actual playoff conversation next year?
0: Well, and the thing is, I mean, if. It's never been easier to score 20 points. Like, I think we've talked about this before. Yep. It's been a while. And d gives you that 20, which, like, okay, cool, there's the check. And, I mean, how much better can Towns really be offensively with the range that he's added to the game? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Towns can score from anywhere. You're going to score some buckets. And Malik Beasley was a good add for them, too. But I just, like, the issue was with Wiggins and Towns already was defense. And then you traded mm-hmm. out. Um, Covington, you traded Wiggins, who you know physical physical tools alone put him way ahead of D'Lo on defense, and now now you're even worse defensively trying to score. You know I I don't know. It, 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 the Wolves are in a tough spot, man. Yeah,
1: I look at that team, and you know people think I'm being funny about it, but they they need like a Jimmy Butler type. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's kind of what that you know what what that group would need.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I that's that's a team that I don't envy their situation. And you look at the Kings and the Suns. And I think Towns is easily more talented than either Fox or Booker, mm-hmm. but it's a wing league, so I think I'd rather have Booker. And and both of those teams seem to be in like more stable places than the Wolves, which seems incredibly nuts to say. But yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Um, we got a lot of movie stuff today. I've got some movie trivia. We both checked out a new film on Netflix. But before we get to that, a word from our good friends at Bet Online. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. And there's no better place to start than our exclusive partners, BetOnline. Get in on the action for this week's big UFC fight, or check out odds on NASCAR, Formula One, and the Premier League. Can't wait for your team to come back? BetOnline has future odds, including win totals, division winners, and even league championships. Or check out daily simulations of Madden and NBA 2K to watch and wager on. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Um, Charlize Theron, new movie, which, man, I mean, it's crazy we started Dunks and Discourse right as COVID starts and that's <laughs> movie stopped coming out. I. Yep. Mean, theoretically, we could not have picked a tougher time to launch content-wise, but we did get a new movie um, via Netflix, not just, like, it feels like Netflix is just throwing a lot of crap on there lately. Mm -hmm. Um, No, big-ish budget film, Charlize Theron, highlighting, action film, The Old Guard. Uh, What was your first thoughts? Yeah,
1: man. You, you know, I'm here for the action. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this was a better movie than I anticipated. Like when you, when you when you reached out and said like, "Hey, check out the Old Guard," I thought I, I looked it up and said, "Why? I, I, I've <laughs> seen I've seen this. You know what I'm saying?" But no, it, it it had some twists in there. I you know Charlize Theron was you know fantastic in you know, in, in the lead role. Uh, I really you know I really appreciated Kiki Lane. You know the the, the Nile character. Um, you know, I, I'm always a sucker for Chiwetel. Uh, you know, so so you, know, you throw him in the mix, and you know, I, and I'm I'm always going to be on board. But no, it, it, it was you know from an action perspective, it was great. It had a few twists. Like to be honest with you, I, I don't want to give it away. This this will be one where we don't give it. You know, the, we don't give the spoilers out. Uh, you know, the the big twist, you know, kind of 15 minutes in, that that surprised me, and I thought like, oh okay, now I'm really in.
0: Yeah, no, I I mean it was kind of if you've seen the trailer, then it's kind of ruined for you. You know, you know yeah. what's up. But um, I, I, this movie has, bet- like, I'm almost more excited for the sequel that they tease at the at mm-hmm. the end than I was for through this. Like, I, I thought this was a little. I have seen this movie many, many times. Uh, yeah, I, I I felt like well, the concept was good, and they they had something original ish they were working with. They didn't just quite develop it enough, and I feel like even Kiki Lane's character was really lacking some. I don't know, some origin or some background or like, you know, there was mention of her family but they really didn't do themselves any favors with the character work for anybody basically. Um, you know, the other two guys in the group, the one that, you know Okay, spoiler, the one that isn't a traitor and <laughs> the, like uh, We, we, we could have we I could have had five, ten more minutes on each of their stories too, right? Like you tease like some of these guys are from the Crusades one of them's from 1812 France fought with Napoleon. Like mm-hmm. work that history into your film um, it, it, it they could have done more with it, but I do think the premise was good, and, and Charlize Theron has become that like, she's like a she's a legitimate action star, and, and mm-hmm. I, I I know that guys are always reluctant to see women in these roles, and and you know John Wick is an internet phenomenon, and that doesn't seem to happen with any of the movies that Scarlett Johansson or Charlize Theron do in the same vein, but like Charlize Theron is a legit action lead at this point.
1: No, no, she absolutely is. And and anybody that had you know that has that hang up, I mean, come on, let let's be honest. Like it, it it there are worse there are worse people to you know to look at while doing these you know these action moves. But no no she oh. she absolute she <laughs> absolutely nails this i I'm just, I'm just being I'm just appealing to the people that would have that issue.
0: Not, <laughs> I'm not even saying the people who listen to the show is it's just yeah. you see it in the box office numbers, like you see it in the reviews and the I, you know it, it was gross too because this movie drops and her name's trending. And I had seen the movie, so I thought, oh, I'm going to go see what people were saying about it. Mm-hmm. And it is it is guys sharing speculation that her and Will Smith were an item. That's why her name was trending.
1: Oh, I had, you know, I saw you meant, I saw you allude to that on the timeline. I had no idea, and I didn't even bother to look into it more. I just, I really did figure, like, okay, yeah, everybody's watching this movie tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, and as much as I love movies and basketball and entertainment, I really don't care which celebs sleep with which celebs, man. I, I just could not care less about any of that. So whenever yeah. that stuff's trending, like it, it goes in a gross direction, and I just could not be bothered.
1: Yeah, it's it's not you know maybe earlier in life that was something that interested me, but at this point, I'll be honest. It's like okay, cool, like you know, I, you know, you do stuff, I do stuff, we do stuff. you know, it's it's the same ideas that everybody poops book that we read you know earlier in life. Everybody everybody hit everybody hooks up too, and so what. Move I, hope,
0: I hope that if they do do a sequel, she would tell. Do you see a, 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 a G four a G four? I think it's I think it's G four, but I G four. I say I, I I hope say he's more time. involved because his character was also sort of interesting, and they kind of just they used him to advance the plot a couple times. Where mm-hmm. his like this researcher guy who was piecing things together, he was interesting. And I also I realized watching this, I was like, there is no way this guy's a bad guy. Like, the whole time yeah. I'm watching it, I'm like, there's no way he's the bad guy. Because, um, oh, yeah, shouts to uh, Dudley from Harry Potter, who was the bad guy. I don't even know his name. Harry uh, Melling. Harry Melling, yeah. Uh, <laughs> seeing Dudley be, be the bad guy was, I was yeah. like, is that dude? Is that Dudley from Harry Potter? Um, but Four, honestly, I, I, the whole time watching it, I'm like, I just don't think I would buy this guy as a villain. And then I was thinking about, uh, man, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. and it's the same thing he's like the bad guy at the end but like there's just something about Edgy for, like this guy's just too morally sound he just seems like a good guy through and through he, he it, honestly it's something in the
1: eyes and I'm not joking when I say that like he's got like in it like like not just innocent eyes but like genuine you know, of some sort to where like seeing him as a bad guy doesn't doesn't necessarily make sense but kind of circling back to you know, what you talked, you you know, how you were you're breaking down the the plot they didn't really put much work into it like they even they even kind of like Ooh, I was almost gonna say something that even though we cussed, I wouldn't have used that one they kind of limped in yeah. uh you know they they, they they limped in with you know, with him where they tried to soften the blow and say like oh well he's kind of justified because he lost a wife and, he, and he's he's motivated by this and he's driven by this it, 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 they they, they could have they basically could have taken another five to ten minutes on each character and really made the and really you know uh, uh, made a lot more impact with this plot
0: yeah and, and I mean it all action films have flaws with this but like at one point you know Charlize and Kiki leave the house and they like go for a walk and <laughs> the strike team comes <laughs> and they just leave they're like oh they weren't here I'm like come <laughs> on man <laughs> like, oh, they don't almost. even wait they, they're gone like five minutes and it's,
1: the strike team's like ah like, like, oh, well
0: five minutes off all the surveillance today they didn't even run a perimeter nothing they're literally like 500 yards away in like a park i I'll just Come on, yes. man! Just speaking like- speaking freely,
1: not you know, you know not not muffling anything. Just yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just let me like consult on film. Just let me watch them right before the cut, and like, we can add something to fix some of these things. Just Seriously, t- tweak the dialogue the smallest amount. Why'd you give it out of a hundred? I'd say it's about a good sixty, and and that, you yeah. know that, that's
1: lower than you know, than I've given for you know some other you know just action movies. But I will say this: like you, I'm looking forward to what they teased because I actually like I was like, man, give us more of this Quinn situation, give us more of that. You know, the, the the and and you know what anybody that's listening to this you're going to see it. Uh, you know she's another character that uh, you know like, you know she was kind of like at the start, which you know Charlize Theron's character, and something really bad happens to her, and basically she's going to come back for her revenge. That you know like that actually drew you know that drew me in.
0: Yeah, and I mean they got to figure out a way to give Charlize Theron like the juice back because I don't know how you do the sequel if she's limping the whole time, but. um yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it's got potential. I, I gave it a 57. Again, like, it, it just didn't hold you. And, and like, not to compare it to Extraction, because not, they're not all that similar, but Extraction being the last newish action film that we got also from Netflix, Extraction just held you a little bit better. This movie was kind of stop and go. Yeah, it, it just didn't have the same flow either. It, but, yeah,
1: it's, not bad. It, it, it's worth a watch. Extraction was more straightforward. This this movie it was ambitious, and, like, it looked like it wanted to tease a lot of different things, but never quite got there.
0: So, for the last part of this podcast today, I, uh, I've i got a couple, two different games, two different Rotten Tomatoes-based games. So, first game, I've got four movies, okay? Mm-hmm. I want you to guess whether we rated, they're all movies that we are similar on in our ratings. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell me if you think the Rotten Tomatoes expert rankings is higher or lower. Okay. Okay, so Prometheus, which I think is also Charlie's Theron, wasn't it? Yes. We're just on the kick right now. Uh, Prometheus, The Aliens, late, late follow-up, prequel. Um, you gave it a 65. I gave it a 64. Do you think Rotten Tomatoes was higher or lower? I think they were probably higher because it seemed like a lot of people
1: were really, really you know big on this one.
0: If they were higher, it was 73%. Do you remember this movie? I do. I yeah. do. It's not, it's not a bad movie at all. I, I remember feeling very underwhelmed with it. I remember feeling like the suspense thriller that that I watched, and I watched Alien and Aliens way after they came out, was so much more present. And I know that this was supposed to be more of like a discovery sci-fi vibe, but I, I, I thought Prometheus was kind of disappointing at the time. I, you, you, with a lot
1: of these movies, since I don't go into them with high, high expectations, if they, you know, if, if they can deliver even remotely, I'm going, to, I'll, I'll probably give them a little bit more credit than than you would necessarily. Um, you know, the, if I went into it, anything that I go in, you know, I anticipate or I go into it with expectations, oftentimes, to be honest with you, I'm left a little bit, you know, a uh, f- you know, feeling uh, underwhelmed. So that's probably why I didn't, I didn't feel that way about this one.
0: Yeah, I wish there was a way to just set your mind where every time you went to a movie you had just no expectations. Because <laughs> <laughs> the best viewings do come out of those. Um, okay, so Snatch. Like when we were doing our mm. Brad, Pitt, uh, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt episode a couple back with uh you and I both had Mickey, uh, Brad Pitt's character, in Snatch as our number one Brad Pitt character. I gave Snatch an 88, you gave Snatch an 89. We both love this film. Do you think Rotten Tomatoes are higher or lower? I think Rotten Tomatoes is a little bit lower. It is lower, like seventy three percent. Rotten Interesting. Tomatoes thinks Prometheus and Snatch are the same about type of movie. <laughs> Come on, man! I
1: mean, you know that I, I would bet that if you, if we looked at that like 10, 15 years ago, it would it would have been higher.
0: You know, this, I was looking at some of these reviews before the show. And they they give you little tidbits on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Um, Lisa Alspector of the Chicago Reader says, Richie may be skilled at generating controlled chaos, but his surprise-a-minute strategy ultimately holds no surprises. Come on, man. Come on.
1: (laughs) What? Oh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> if you just feel like you
0: need to say something that sounds intelligent for... It. Let, let me not knock a writer. Let me knock, knock a writer. No, i not <laughs> knock this right. Peter Rayner of New York Magazine said, This may be one of the hazardous offshoots of the music video trained generation of movie makers. that confuse a diet of eye candy with a full meal. Come on! The... That's not that, that's like, so uh, ridiculous. Did, Snatch does such an amazing job of bringing like 12 components together for a thrilling finish. And even if you knew that Mickey was going to walk away with the money somehow, like... Come on, that's no, so unfair. But but, it, but it's the journey. You're
1: like you 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 know you know where it's ending up. But the journey was the fun part. And let's be honest, if you went in, it's speaking generally. If you went into Snatch thinking oh, I I'm looking forward to some f- a fine film, well then you're the asshole. Come on, like Snatch is fun, and everybody, everyone at the time when it came out, because I remember when it came out, we went into it thinking like, oh, this is gonna be a badass movie.
0: It was awesome. Snatch was awesome, and and it was fun. But like. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I was totally surprised by the ending, but they do do a good job of like slowly bringing all the pieces together, and you didn't know exactly how it would come together. And I Wh- I I, w- I was surprised. It's only seventy three percent. This is a movie I thought that would be. Way, way, way higher. The, the the thing of it is, is like I the, the, and 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 as I stated that I wouldn't knock a writer. The
1: reason why I feel that's a cop out is because like you, you watch a movie, any movie like Ocean's Eleven, any heist movie for the most part, you kind of know what's going to take place. It's the part along the way that's the fun part.
0: The uh, third movie of this game, and with all the Will Smith talk on the timeline, right. I would have been it would have been remiss to uh, to not include a Will Smith film. So my favorite Will Smith film, The Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. Which I gave an 87 and you gave an 82. Do you think Rotten Tomatoes is higher or lower? I think Rotten Tomatoes is a little bit lower. 67 percent. Ooh,
1: <laughs> they don't. Doesn't they don't. They don't like the spelling of happiness in the title, huh? It does bother <laughs> me as well. It, but like, but you know why, right? Isn't that like how the guy spelled it or, yeah, or something it, along those it, lines? Yeah, it,
0: it, it does. It, every time I look at it, though, it yep. does. It does. <laughs> um like i'll reading some of these again the film unspools like a souped up vanity project I man that guess. film has made me cry like a half dozen times it is so sincere i like it I, if you didn't know that it was based on a true story maybe maybe you could say something like that but like this was somebody's life who fought and struggled and i, I just that that comment is so ignorant um Plays yeah. like an unraveling of the eighties comedy hit Trading Places. Instead of a smart Alec street hustler who turns the tables on a seemingly benign patrons, we have a smart saint who simply wants to join the club.
1: Oh, so wait, they they have an issue that he's not like a he's he's not he's not a smart aleck, you know, uh, more along the lines of uh was it Reggie Valentine? You know, from trading places. Is that that's Eddie Murphy's character, right? Yeah, but I um, believe so. It's something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Not to be that person, but like woof woof kind of moment on that one. Um, I I just could not believe that this was a slow. I, I, I could not like this this movie just hits like it, it like I, I don't know if you have, and anyone that had a troubled childhood or can like a spot like has aspired to anything or you know, has passed someone on the street that they know is struggling. Like, the the come around in the story is just... The scene in the the bathroom, in the train station bathroom, is just, my God. Like...
1: Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. If you watch this movie, I understand if you don't necessarily like it because you don't, you know, maybe you don't relate to you know to those types of stories, or you don't necessarily, you know, you don't like watching that, you know, that type of stuff because you you don't like having that range of emotions. That's fine, but it's difficult for me to see, you know, for like for me to believe that a film critic that watches, you know, watches a bunch of films, watches this and just goes like, ah, that's not believable. I ah, just that. Well,
0: ah. And and the reason like my like my dad, for example, he hates Rotten Tomatoes because he feels that um that like critics are too too hard on movies. He's one of those people who were like, "No, critics don't know a good movie. They like they they sap all the joy out of it." And then mm-hmm. you see like, the audience score here is 87%. And like sometimes I th- I think people are too soft on movies, and, but like this is one of those ones where I'm just like, "How could you? It was it was such a heartwarming movie, man. Like it was such yeah. a it was such a nice ride. Like a I mean, it wasn't a nice ride, but it was a nice destination."
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, but... 100%. that one, genuinely
0: by the way, surprised me.
1: By the way, it was Billy Ray Valentine, not Reggie.
0: Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, I have seen that one a couple times too. It's Good stuff. Um, okay, Chef, I gave it an eighty-five. You gave it an eighty-one. What do you think? The, they used honestly a movie like that. They'll probably go higher, but
1: let's 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 flip it higher.
0: You're right, man. You went four-four. Eighty-seven percent. Chef Chef was phenomenal though I absolutely like John Favreau's awesome that movie mm-hmm. was fantastic nice little cameo role from Robert Downey Jr. Um, great great movie uh, again maybe it's I uh, maybe I'm a sucker for father's son maybe that's the dynamic here I, I think I know I, I think certain movies do tag you know some of us differently to, you know based upon our experiences I get that completely so switching the game okay now the game is uh, Rotten Tomatoes tells you their top one hundred of every year and they do it a little bit differently rather than just ranking by their uh, critic rating they have like a privatized list of critics so I guess they try to like legitimize that list somehow shrink it whatever they do um, so even though a, a movie might be 97% via their critic rating a movie that's 91% might be higher in their top 100 because of how they filter which critics ratings count mm-hmm. uh, it, does that make sense yes Okay, so I picked um, four movies from five different years, um, and one of them, and you, you tell me what you think was number one. Okay. Okay? So 2016, Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea, Moana, and Zootopia. Which one do you think was number one on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. Zootopia. It, it was not Zootopia. It was actually Moonlight. Ah, okay. Which, which, That's uh, which is, but Zootopia was very high. Okay. Zootopia was very high. I think it was like an it's like a ninety-seven yeah, I, percent. I, I chose that because I know everyone loved that, and you know, you know, kids. I love that movie too. It, it's yep. one of the better animated movies in the last ten years for sure. Um, okay, so 2013, and don't worry, I get, the, I, I go, I go into the eighties for you. I go okay. into the eighties for you. So 2013, <laughs> Captain Phillips, Twelve Years a Slave. Gravity and her. Uh, I I could see it being Twelve Years a Slave. It is not, thankfully. Thank you. It is good. It, it, it good. is Gravity. <laughs> okay. Which which I've still never seen. Have you seen Gravity? I haven't either. Yeah, I have because I've seen Captain Phillips, Twelve Years a Slave, Her, and I think every other movie that was listed there in like the top twenty. But I have not seen Gravity. Wait, Gravity's the one with uh, uh, Clooney and um. Which is why I haven't seen Gravity. I just Clooney movies always. Oh, Clooney movies. you're not a Clooney fan. Underwhelmed. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. You, you, you don't go for it. You don't go for the broad shoulders and you know deep set eyes. No. He is
0: handsome. Yeah. But up in the air. Depressing movie. Or I'm not sure what I'm supposed to take away from it. The Descendants. Depressing movie. Not sure what I'm supposed to take away from it. Monument Men. The most Oscar pandering movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Not fun. <laughs> I like. Yeah, he, he, uh, he, he, he has a Caesar. certain type.
1: He has a certain type of movie that he that he, that he runs with. And.
0: It upsets me. I'm like, am I not smart enough to get George Clooney movies? Is that the problem? Because every time I watch a George Clooney movie, I'm like, this movie kind of sucked. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. What, um, what about the classic Out of
1: Sight? I think it was Out of Sight with uh, I, J. Lo and, and, and uh, Ving Rhames back I in the didn't, day. I don't think I saw it. It's, it's not a classic, but, oh. it's got, but it's got a cast.
0: Don Cheadle. It's got, yeah, it sounds like it's got a cast. Um, okay, 2010. Um, True Grit Toy Story 3 127 Hours The Social Network Ooh Hey
1: this is a really good one Cause this is Yeah uh,
0: Social Network It was Toy Story 3 I would have guessed Social Network 3. God dang yeah but okay. you, you, you were See you were doing better At the other one man Uh huh <laughs> This is what happens True or false Versus multiple choice Four options It can, it can mess you up It does uh, I got two more uh, 1986 Okay. Oh boy. Platoon, Stand By Me, Blue Velvet, and Aliens.
1: Ooh. <laughs> this is this is a good game. We should do this more often, even though I'm about to go over. Um
0: <laughs> Aliens. It was Aliens. There you go. There we You're go. one for four here. There we go. Um Okay, 1980. When were you born again? 79. 79, okay. I thought it I was like at 79 or 80. Okay, well I'll I'll do 79 next time. But 1980. The Shining Star Wars 5, Empire Strikes Back, Airplane, Raging Bull. Oh, God. Give me those one more time. The Shining, Mm -hmm. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Airplane, Raging Bull. It's either Star Wars or Raging Bull. I'm going to go with Raging Bull. Star Wars. Ah, It was Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. So, it's interesting that... um, Empire Strikes Back is so highly regarded amongst, like, film people. Mm-hmm. Same with Return of the King for, for Lord of the Rings. Like, mm-hmm. they got so much, like, academic... Or not academic. Like academy accolades. success yeah. compared to the other movies in the series. But, um, but yeah. So, you went 1 to 5. But I, I, I wouldn't mind adding this in every... Couple episodes because it, it it was fun looking them up too, and oh, okay. and some so I get lost down the rabbit hole in the comments some some of the movies because some <laughs> some of these reviews are so old too right? It, it, look the, the the deeper you go into those comments the more woof woof you're gonna see too. <laughs> that that one especially was just like <laughs> because Will Smith wasn't the same character Eddie Murphy was in a movie 30 years prior this wasn't good. Yeah, he didn't say what's happening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good times. He's a different. He was a different type of individual. Thus, thus, um, it was an interesting thesis from that certain uh, writer. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap us today. We're just, just a quick one. We will do the westerns on Thursday. That form will be out. My bad. That's on not Jabari. Um, if you haven't yet, please like, rate, review, subscribe, and we will catch you on Thursday morning.